0: Welcome to Cyberspin, the podcast that brings you expert insights to today's hot topics in cybersecurity, privacy, and compliance for highly regulated industries. Subscribe to Cyberspin on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or your preferred podcast platform, and a transcript of each episode can be found at Redspin.com. Hi, I'm Lauren Frickle. Welcome back to Cyberspin. On this episode, we're going to talk through the first of four of the lessons Redspin learned while preparing, going through, and reflecting on its own CMMC Level 3 assessment. Here to talk about this first lesson is Dr. Thomas Graham, Redspin's CISO and CMMC registered practitioner. We also have Tony Bunger, who is a CMMC provisional assessor. Hi, guys, thank you for joining me. Looking forward to hearing insights from an authorized C3PAO, and I truly hope it helps our listeners who may maybe OSCs. If you don't know what that is, I encourage you to go back and listen to our previous episodes, Organizations Seeking Certification Themselves. Tony, please tell us what this first lesson is.
1: Thanks, I'm glad to be here. I'm very excited to uh, share some of our lessons learned. Redspin is an authorized C-3 PAO that has passed the CMMC level three assessment as a primary requirement to be authorized to conduct CMMC level three assessments. We're excited to share with you our lessons learned with respect to going through that CMMC level three assessment and share some some of those lessons learned with you to help you prepare for your level three assessment down the road. off with our first lesson that we call corralling your controlled unclassified information also known as CUI. Redspin been learned early on that it's important to understand where your CUI lives and breeds. So Thomas can you start us off and tell us what does it mean to corral your CUI?
2: Sure and the first statement that comes to mind it's very much like herding cat. I digress for a moment. Essentially what it means is that you have to have an understanding of your data you have to have an understanding of CUI where it's being maintained where it's being processed and of course where it's being transmitted from this was something that has been learned very early on in the process is that we needed to define that boundary that enclave if you will for those who are listening with a military background it's very much like when you're setting up a board base camp where you identify the location and you identify what you're going to have in that forward base camp. One of the most important parts is you're defining that perimeter, that boundary on everything that is separated from outside and inside. And then you also define how you're going to go in and out of that boundary. Being able to properly and quickly and definitively identify that when we were going through our DIPCAC assessment, really paid dividends in the long run with, with their understanding and in their agreement that, that we really had a grasp on where CUI is maintained in our environment.
1: That's a great description, Thomas, and as you know, the CMMC defines just what you explained as scoping, and scoping is very important, and it includes all those components within that perimeter right it includes your facilities so where is that data located in your facilities which systems is storing and processing and transmitting that CUI, what applications are in play, uh, what services are involved in protecting that CUI within that perimeter. And all that is within the scope of an assessment that will be looked at when you do go to become certified for level three. So the intent is really to isolate that CUI wherever possible to reduce that footprint. I like your military analogy because that's really what it is, is reduce that footprint so it's much more difficult for the adversary to get to. Absolutely, Tony. I,
2: I definitely agree with you. And a military analogy here is really appropriate. We're talking about the OD information and mechanisms that are being put in place to protect information in cyber warfare, as opposed to, you know, physical
1: warfare. And it's all about people, processes, and technology, and we'll cover that in a few minutes. But obviously, we're going to, you know, the technology is going to help build that perimeter, but it's also about the, the processes involved and the procedures for, and the training for the People involved to ensure that they are protecting that data appropriately and adequately. So it's very important to understand that and, and really to define. We call it ours right the red zone secure enclave, to so where we knew exactly what was inside, who was allowed inside that enclave, and and that everyone had their procedures on how to properly protect that CUI.
2: Yes, and that that's some of the lessons learned that we've gone through this process. You you mentioned secure red zone, but I also remember. From the very early days, we started getting folks accustomed to talking about the secure enclave. It wasn't the UI enclave, it wasn't the CMNC, it was secure. So. When you were talking, you know, the the people and the process and the technologies. A lot of times, the people get overlooked in that, but the people are the ones that are going to be performing your work. And the more the more habitual you get with the reinforcement that this is secure, it is a secure area, it is a secure environment, the more ingrained it gets within your your culture as an organization.
1: No, that's that's exactly right. Very good point with, with that. And you know, the technical aspect it's, it's very complex for us to to build that perimeter technically you know we used microsoft gcc high which is recommended for level three we used the virtual desktop infrastructure vdi environment once we got that set up and you're right thomas it's like we got to set up now now we got to put people inside this and are they ready to actually perform their tasks we're talking assessors here uh, cmmc assessors it's going to be operating in this environment this secure enclave do they understand what it takes to properly handle CUI, and if something does look awry, do they know where to report it?
2: Absolutely, and this lesson, video lesson, we're kind of talking about, you know, that boundary, and it's good good that you brought up GCC High, because what utilization of GCC High allowed for us to do as an organization was we didn't have to stand up any additional physical offices. We didn't have to put any more physical infrastructure in place. We were able to carve out a virtual secure enclave that was able to be accessed by our our approved individuals, regardless really of from where they were at or even the technology that, that they were accessing it with. Because once they logged in, it established that boundary. Once that connection was made through the VDI infrastructure, there was nothing going in and out of that environment other than what we've explicitly allowed
1: yes the, uh, and that, that's a good point and from an assessment perspective the assessor will want to see a clearly defined secure enclave that you have from our experience the assessors that interviewed us they kept grilling us on looking for any holes within that perimeter. That was pretty grueling, wasn't it, Thomas? He kept going back to, are you sure the CUI is not leaking from this secure enclave, so to speak, right? They kept asking, as they should, it's like, why do you keep asking this? Oh, yeah, really the objective of, the, of this level three certification is to ensure that you are adequately protecting CUI from the adversaries.
2: You're, you're correct, Tony, and, and despite popular belief, no You and I did not lose our hair during this assessment. This is just completely ironic. But I mean, think about it, guys. Within any information security, information assurance, cybersecurity, whatever you want to call it, one of the things that a lot of security professionals worry about is mobile devices, the mobility of the information. One of the lessons that that we took because our organization was all remote before COVID made it in vogue. Okay. One of the very first questions we asked ourselves is how can we make this work from a, a user base that is geographically dispersed across the U.S.? And so the virtual infrastructure, it, it really made sense because regardless if you're logging in from a Mac, you're logging in from a Windows device, a Linux device, uh, an iPhone, uh, an Android device, or your son iPad at home, once you're logged in, you are in that environment. It is being protected by those boundaries. You're not going to be able to save stuff. It's only going to allow those communications that have been explicitly defined and i think you know in the long run probably the biggest lessons learned for me is that by doing it that way we were able to very quickly and and very efficiently show the inspection team doesn't matter where we're at it is not going to go in or out of this environment regardless of the technology you're using to first access it
1: yes and and i remember us going through that week of assessment with the as you said with with the assessment team and, and all throughout, it's like we're all kind of whispering into each other's ears like, glad we invested in this technology because it sure did make the assessment process go go much smoother. Now keep in mind, this is all isn't all about passing an assessment, right? It's all about protecting your data. And we're very confident that the architecture that we stood up technically and along with with training the employees to properly handle CUI, we're we're confident that we can protect the CUI that's going to be in our environment
2: no absolutely and it's always you know the hardest whenever you're the the first one up the trail but hopefully by being first you can pass along any information that you you've learned to those that are coming
1: behind you exactly and, and we're going to start wrapping this up but really going back to the title corralling your CUI our corral is going to look different from your organization's corral so one of the early things we learned is, you know, what does our corral look like and, and where all the horses inside, ensuring that the horses are trained to, to work inside that corral. So for your organization, it, it all depends. If, if your organization that has physical facilities all across the country, that's going to be a different architecture than, say, a, a medium-sized company such as us who's mostly virtual. So you've got to really understand your environment and, and how to architect your environments. For many organizations, you will find you will be re-architecting some of your your systems in our environment and how, how they operate to actually be ready to protect that CUI at the CMMC Level 3
2: no absolutely we definitely we look forward to the additional recordings the additional lessons learned because look guys bottom line it's all about protecting information if we can pass along you know what we did it's not something that's static security especially cybersecurity, security is, is always learning better ways to do things so talking about the lessons that we learned hopefully we're going to pass that knowledge on to you guys and maybe in return you reach out and you say hey how about you know something else you know that we didn't we haven't even thought of and by working together we can make sure that CUI is maintained in a secure and
1: safe Great, right. yeah this was fun Thomas I can't wait to get on to the next lesson so we wrap we're wrapping up this first lesson on, on corralling your CUI our next lesson is going to be on how do you prepare yourselves for implementing those practices and processes to be ready for that CMMC Level 3 assessment? We're going to talk about an SSP. Hopefully you all on here listening have already started your SSP, your system security plan, or it's already mature, or some of you have done it for SP 171, and now you need to you know, make it uh, in more into a CMMC-ready document. So we will talk about those in more detail next time. Look forward to talking again, Tony. Sounds good. Hope to see you guys next time.
0: Okay. Thank you so much, Thomas and Tony. There you have it, guys. Lesson one from an authorized C3PAO, corralling your CUI. Check back soon for lesson two, three, and four of this CMMC level three or lessons learned from an authorized C3PAO. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thanks for listening.